During the ten years after the war, I wrote the four volumes which are concentrated in this book. I've long wished to bring them together in a form acceptable to a wider public. Naturally, volumes published at intervals of two years contain overlappings and differ from one another in scope and proportion. Moreover, much has been published which adds to our knowledge. I've therefore recast the whole account so as to present a continuous narrative in a more compendious form. I've not found it necessary to alter in any material way the facts and foundations of the story, nor the conclusions which I drew from them. I have, however, pruned a mass of technical detail, and some personal justifications which do not seem to me so important now as they did ten years ago. I've allowed the main theme of the narrative to predominate over special discussions in which I was involved. I have, however, profited by the new knowledge wherever possible. I have had to record a somewhat different account of Lord Fisher's resignation from that which appeared in the original edition. Mr. Asquith's disclosures in his memoirs and Lord Fisher's own biographers have cast a less charitable light upon the conduct of the old admiral than that in which I had viewed it. I have given a much fuller account of the great opening battles in France, based upon a study of the latest trustworthy information. In the main, however, I have found myself unable to alter the critical judgments which I formed upon the many aspects of the naval, military, and political conduct of the war. This book, in its combined edition, strives to follow throughout the methods and balance of Defoe's Memoirs of a Cavalier. It is a contribution to history strung upon a fairly strong thread of personal reminiscence. It does not pretend to be a comprehensive record, but it aims at helping to disentangle from an immense mass of material the crucial issues and cardinal decisions. Throughout, I have set myself to explain faithfully and to the best of my ability what happened and why. For the ten or twelve years of the Great War period, I was in a position to follow with the fullest knowledge available the march of supreme events and for the greater part of that time I held offices of high responsibility as First Lord of the Admiralty and Minister of Munitions. I rest myself with confidence upon the facts, figures, and conclusions which these pages set forth. The individual volumes have been reprinted in at least seven languages, and have been the subject of criticism and comments in thousands of articles. Upon no important point of substance or broad deduction therefrom do I desire to alter what I wrote, and in presenting the complete story to the reader I have a sure conviction that it will not in essentials be overturned by the historians of the future. Winston S. Churchill, Chartwell, Kent, July the 1st, 1930